reviewing TV shows and films, dishing out sports picks and dimes, providing you a slice of economics with a hidden gem tied in. Become a paid subscriber to Preston Super Show at anchor.fm slash Preston's Super Show slash subscribe. Thanks for listening and God bless. Well, Kimmy, it's good to have you back. First game, Thursday night, 7.15 p.m. kickoff. The line is minus three and a half for Baltimore. The total is 46 and a half. Bagels are five and four. Ravens are seven and three. The more I watch this Bengals team, I feel like they're going to be okay. I don't like their defense late in the game. Overall, they're still playing pretty well. When you look at the Raven, Lamar Jackson, and the Dolphins is coming apart a little bit. And something's up. The defense isn't holding well as they were. They came unglued in the last game. And I, I don't know. I feel like the cat's out of the bag with this team. The pressure's on. They're not they're not too hot. So I'm gonna go with the Bengals Thursday night. I feel like that loss they took against the Texans won't weigh on them that. And I feel like the Ravens getting beat at home like that. They're gonna come out and play a lot better. But Thursday night, short week for both teams. So I just I'm gonna go with the Bengals and that one. Joe Burrow, he's the better quarterback, right? What do you think, Kimmy? You know what? I ugh, I like Baltimore this week. Um, I know last week uh, was a pretty rough week for them. Uh, so they're back at home. MET Bank Stadium is Thursday night football. Um, as much as I really want Joe Burrow to have a good game, because I have him on my fantasy, um... I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna stick with Baltimore this week. Gonna be Raven. All right, we're going head to head. Yeah. Okay, now we got the uh, Steelers versus the Browns. First game on Sunday, noon kickoff. Cleveland's minus three and a half on the spread favorites, and the total set at thirty six and a half. I think that's an under game. I like Steelers on the spread. But the Browns win that game and give Deshaun Watson enough time. He shows he can beat you. The Steelers' defense is that type of defense. They'll give him enough time. And uh, the offense for the Steelers is one of the worst at NFL, bottom of the barrel. So I'm going to go with the Browns in that one. I think for me, it's a little bit clearer because the Browns playing at home. On the road, the Steelers have a little bit better chance. But um, I feel like that one game they had against the Packers, I feel like they, they're they hyping that win up a little bit too much. They're one of those sticks and three teams that I I feel like they just got the ball bouncing away a little bit. Browns are six and three teams. I see believe a little bit four and one at home. I like the Browns. Amy, who do you like today? I, I think we are coming to an agreement for this week. Um, I... Browns are at home. Um, you're correct, like six and three team, um, and it's it's a it's a divisional matchup. That's what it is. Um, but 
I'll say I'll say Browns. Yeah, I like the, I like the Browns this week. So okay, you like the Browns too? We're both on the Browns. Yeah. Next page. All right, we'll turn the page, and we'll go to the Chicago Bears versus the Detroit Lions on Sunday noon kickoff. Detroit Lions are the favorite, minus nine and a half favorite, and the total set at forty six and a half. Lions are seven and two this season. Bears are three and seven this season. Uh, I, I don't believe that this is the Bears team that's going to save their season all of a sudden. Quarterback one week is uh, Badgett. Next week, uh, looking like Justin Fields is going to play this one. But in the event he doesn't, I still don't like the Bears anyways. I still think they get their butts kicked. And I think uh, golf right now is on fire. And the Lions at home are just deadly. They're just a deadly team to play on. And they're very comfortable. Um, they just went on the road, showed up the Chargers. Now they pretty much flew back, right? You know, almost on the dang same plane, because they both are going. Uh, they both went. You know, the lines went back home. The Chargers are going to Green Bay, so it's like hey, they might as well just ride on the plane together. Saves uh, save some airfare. But I like the Lions to take flight. They're going to take off. The Bears are going to go home after this one. And just going to remember that they're just not great football teams. Jimmy, who do you like in that game? I'm going to go with Lions. Um, my sister, she was in Michigan. And yeah, got to go with Detroit this week um, since she's cheering. So um definitely lions i actually think it's gonna be a pretty big difference it's not gonna be a close game um so definitely lions and they have and there's nothing going for the bears when you look at the bears like what's going for them i don't see the offensive firepower i don't see the line holding up that well against the Lions defense it just doesn't add up Oh. to actually do something this week because I have them in my flex. The Bears defense is pretty soft over the middle. Yeah. Yeah, pretty soft this year over the... Only Sunday will tell us. That's right. But we're in agreement there. Um. So now we're looking at the Los Angeles Chargers versus Green Bay Packers. Well, Bears live game. Los Angeles Chargers are minus three on the spread. Total set at 44 and a half. Games in Green Bay, Packers are three and six. Chargers are four and five. Chargers coming off a um, heartbreaking loss. Packers coming off a heartbreaking The difference is the Chargers were at home for that game. And they just show you they can't. And um, I just feel like the team is just dysfunctional. For the Chargers. I feel like the team is just becoming more and more dysfunctional the more I watch. Uh, the Packers, I was happy with their offense for, for having one big running back. He was doing good. Aaron Jones was up, though. I just don't think he's fully healthy. I think that he's trying, he tried to come back. I really know what he's doing. He looks awful. Looks all the actually possible a couple of plays. Just bad. Just very bad. 
Um, other than that, I like the Packers in this game, actually. The total's 44 and a half. It'll go, it'll stay up. This won't be a high score. George Love's oh. not at the point in his career where it's going to be putting up 30 points or 40 points. He's not at that point in his career. Where he's at in his point in his career is he can come out, score once or twice in the first half. The Packers defense can make it ugly like they did against the other L.A. teams. And this is part of the thing. They want to beat both L.A. teams. This is something they can hang right now. And it's important to do right now as you're seeing coaches getting fired left and right. Coordinator gone here, coordinator gone there. Mm-hmm. So I think for the Packers, this is a must win. This is a game that they're going to watch with that defensive coordinator every play he makes and everything he does so carefully because if they somehow go go off or take off of this game the next more Packers defense uh, coach is going to be up and all that uh, defending the head coach is doing of him won't be worse not and is from that Packers coach right now this is he's his patience uh, patience in Green Bay is wearing him for him so he better come this game with a good game plan I want to trim out a couple of those stupid little dinky plays behind 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Maybe even not one against the charge of defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the offensive line for being patchwork is holding up. The offensive line's not the problem. George loves getting better every week. He showed you that he- on the road, he was a big bad defense. Went up there and almost won. Mm-hmm. Had a couple, couple, one pick not as fall, the other pick at the end of the game. What are you gonna do? You have to throw it to the end zone. So the only thing you could say here is you like the Chargers. The only reason you like the Chargers is because they take the Packers before. Mm-hmm. Because if you look to the the Packers are far better. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Packers. I'm not gonna go get them at all. They need that one. That's that's uh that's one for the city right there. I feel. Yes. Sure. Uh, go ahead, Joe. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to agree with you for this week. I think uh, Packers. They're at home. Um, they have something to prove uh, for their. Like for all their season ticket holders, and I—I'll be honest. I think it's just like an open shut game. Um, I think Packers are gonna are gonna come out on top. So I'm gonna go with Packers this week. What bothers me with the Chargers is they haven't run the ball well. No, they doesn't defend well against the run, so it kind of washes out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, well, we're not running the ball at all. Like, they're running worse than us. And that's saying something. The Packers are not running the ball well. They did in the last game, but the whole year they're not. Mm-hmm. That's good, though, because the last game they ran the ball well. What are the Chargers doing? Uh, they're playing shootout football. And that's where you're going to get caught up in Green Bay. I feel like trying to go deep all the time and get the Packers secondary. Not the worst secondary. Well, not the best, but it's not the worst. No. Seen much worse. Yeah. Much worse. <clears throat> but again, 
I do think it's kind of a close game. Mm-hmm. I think the Chargers for the spread with three points. I think it's within three points. Because the Packers don't nobody blow anybody out. They blew the Rams out, backup quarterback. This is a starting quarterback. No, they're not going to blow them out. That's my take off. I like the Packers. You like the Packers. Yeah. We'll step on to the next game. Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins are minus 12 and a half favorite. That's quite a, quite a lot of points. Uh, the total's at 47 and a half. And I'll tell you right now, the Raiders are five and five team. They've gotten rid of their problem. You can see their head coach was the problem. Josh McDaniels was the problem. Got rid of him, won their last two games. Looked like a totally different team. Devontae Adams, he has life again. This team is like freaking Frankenstein brought back to life. <laughs> now you got the Dolphins six and three. This is a team that rolls at home. 4-0 at home. The Raiders' biggest problem is, is playing on the road. Yeah. See how they do under the new code. But I feel like this is just one they're going to take on the deck. This is the one they take, and it's kind of like a reality check for the Raiders. All right. Back to the drawing board, guys. <laughs> because what they did was beat two teams who were down on luck and they celebrated. Smoking cigars, champagne. Both. They're five and five. Yeah. One four on the road. I've never seen such like just that's just idiotic. Um, I, I wouldn't expect that Raiders, to be honest with you. I I did not expect they really don't like that much. They were ready to throw a party for Josh Kansas. They're partying. It's a freaking middle of the season. Yep. And they're already partying. This is not a team that's focused on football. Don't be fooled that they beat a couple of jokers. Here's a real team. And although Tua, when he, you know, throwing left-handed is going to become a problem for him in the NFL, whether you like it or not always become a problem for quarterbacks to throw left hand. Mm-hmm. Because it's the blind side completely changes the blind side And that is something that's really done well. Mm-hmm. As a few quarterbacks have had I'm glad he's had We'll see how long. Mm-hmm. I like the Dolphins to win. I think they roll, but I think they get in their own way sometimes, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. I think that they do. I think that I think they're a little bit like um, like a falling down, but like catches themselves right before they fall. Yeah, that is the. So they're gonna catch themselves, but the best of that here is the Raiders ball that I have because. Of- at quarterback, he's the right choice for that team. He's, he's, um, what he did was pass the ball to anybody, and he doesn't have tape. And what Jimmy Garoppolo does is the same thing he's done everywhere. I've to the one guy, and that's what burned him up with. I mean, it'll burn with any other team he goes to. He, he always must look his favorite target too much. Drives out one player, and then he when he has to get the ball to other guys, 
So when you're looking at uh, the Raiders, Dolphins, well, the Dolphins, you know who you like? Well, I found out today that Isaac Rochelle got released from the Raiders. So a lot of the female fan base is mad at Las Vegas right now. Um, if you don't know who Isaac Rochelle is, his wife is Allison Cooch. She's major on like social media and she's four weeks away from her due date and he got released so hopefully he gets picked up maybe he'll go to the Packers maybe he'll go to the Patriots um but somebody I know he's really good like I don't know I well I think he's really good but I I guess Los Angeles doesn't think so (laughs) um but I'll I don't know like I really like everything that Mike McDaniel is doing with the Dolphins, with Tua, um, and seems like they're having a lot of fun. Um, that guy's and... like the 1970s comeback a lot. Yeah. Yep. Uh, gotta get those jackets. Uh, the kind groovy, of thing. groovy shark. You know what I mean? It's like the groovy yeah. shark painted the Dolphins. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll say, I'm gonna say Dolphins this week. Um, yeah, the Bens. The Bens are up right now. Well, they are. And the thing is, like, Vegas, they were counting their chickens before they hatched. Smoking, as you said, smoking cigars and, like, popping bottles. And, like, dude, yeah. I've never seen that. I've never, ever have I seen that. No. I've never seen a team celebrating and and, and doing all of that uh, right in the middle of the season. Have you ever seen that? No. I've only seen that, like, for championships. But, like, or I know, what was it? The Houston Astros, they did it when they won their division. And I'm like, dude, like, you won your division, whoop-dee-doo. Um, and then, like, Texas won. Well, if you get a pennant, that's big. If you haven't had one in a while, that's yeah. worth celebrating a pennant. Yeah, because those are, are legacy. That's legacy. But, um... Uh, that's good for the franchise and guys get remembered in the organization. Yeah. Get into the local. But but no, I've never seen him football ever. It gets them in the, their team hall of fame. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, it's football. I've never seen a team celebrate smoking cigars, partying in a locker room after beating a losing team. I've never seen that. No. So that's when I knew right away curious like they'll just beat scrub teams because they're less of a scrub yeah so yeah you and I are in, in agreement that the Dolphins Lions, are gonna the Raiders lose that game all yeah the best receiver in the game is Tyree Bill I believe he's uh believe me you can throw his ball deep you can throw the ball short anywhere and he can make a play yeah I think that's what the receiver is all about I think you know, I the dog. Now, we're moving on to uh, two stinkers. So I'm going to go spray breeze really because the New York Giants play Washington. And the Washington are minus nine and a half. Vogel said at 37. It's a lot of halves. I think this game's over at I think the commanders run off the deck. It's over. Giants go to the locker room. Laying on their freaking phones. Oh yeah, we got to go back out. Problem. Go back out there and take it. Eyes. 
Um, I think this is Juan Barkley's last year with the Giants. I like DeVito at quarterback. Hopefully they can keep him and put the talent around him. He played for the fighting a lot time. And I, I like him. But other than that, they stink. And they suck. They got no. And he, at least with the commanders, they're fighting for something. Like, this is a team that's fighting for the crowd. They haven't been good at home. They dropped a lot of games at home. But Sam Howell still is good. This guy that got thrown into the fire. And uh, the quarterback, Taylor Heineke, was the one who said, you know, let's do with Sam Howell what he's got. He would have to Taylor Heineke. Freaking went out to Atlanta, hurt. Like, I mean, some of these guys, it doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would bank on that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's good again. You got those type of numbers coming in from the time. Yeah, I'm going to roll with it. You know what I mean? Like, I can't see the giant winning that. Their coach is a complete hat. He's supposed to be like an offensive master. The only thing that guy's masterminded is how to freaking stay standing after eating as much as he's eating. That's the only thing that guy's mastermind. I swear I do the hack. I can't stand the giant coat. Just blubbering filth on the sideline. They're just spitting out and getting mad every five seconds. But he's not calling anything meaningful. He's not, he's not using his playmaker. I don't understand the New York Giants. They're a freaking joke. It's a disgraceful football to watch. Disgraceful. Uh, but I like the commander. I actually like the team this year. I think that they messed up getting rid of their best players. But I guess the coach was not good. But I also Ron Rivera. I mean, you can also look at him as the guy that's kind of been around. He's coached a lot of the Bears. Don't get up. Panthers. Don't get up. Uh, now with the commanders thinking it up, mm-hmm. I just feel like when do people get about this guy? But whatever, you know, he's he's his playbook, his hit everything he does is out, it, and that's a problem. They got a coach, uh, being updated with plays, and the Giants try to. That's too smart for his own good. He's supposed to be an offensive mastermind. Every time I hear offensive mastermind, you end up going out like John McCain. Every time I hear offensive you go out like that. On a freaking out on the sunset. Thanks for the millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, yeah. Thanks for fleecing the team. See you later, buddy. But I like the commanders. I think they roll. By halftime, that game fell. I, I think we're looking away from that. Please don't show any. Well, <laughs> you know, put respect on that, but other than that, Rex, I don't think you'll be worried. Yeah. Jimmy, who do you like in that? I, <laughs> I, I'm not going to be salty uh, because the commanders totally beat my Patriots a couple weeks ago. Um, but I am going to go with Washington. I, 
and like one of my best friends she is a huge Giants fan through and through and we both question each other our, our lives this year but I'm sorry <laughs> but I'm gonna nothing go good nothing good lasts forever no I know and she uh like she wants to switch teams so badly but she always comes back to New York because she loves New York and she'll never be a Jets fan um so I'm gonna say Washington um they're playing at home well, they both play in New Jersey I know and ironically yeah both yeah like the only true New York team is in is Buffalo and that's in Buffalo New York the other two teams play in East Rutherford way up New York yeah, I think the stadium it's... MetLife looks like an air conditioner. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it does. It it looks so weird. Um, but this week I'm gonna say Commanders. Um, they're playing at home, so they should be fine. Um, there's just I think once Daniel Jones got hurt for the rest of the season, I think that basically that was it. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the ability to scramble and the ability to throw on the run. Yep. And the quarterbacks they got now won't be able to do that. Well, exactly. Throw the ball around yeah. and run for their lives because they didn't get hurt, but they're not going to be running like Daniel Jones will with design no. run, with little pitches to Stephon Barkley. All of that's come to them. All of the offensive mastermind garbage done yeah yeah this is the nfl it doesn't play like madden you know what i mean no it's ugly at once then we're seeing we're all seeing it gets ugly yeah now we have the uh dallas cowboys versus carolina panthers dallas cowboys are six three panthers are one and eight not a joke not a mistake not a typo <laughs> well, minus ten and a half on the spread, total of forty two and a half. The low total. That was gonna be a lot of scoring. That was gonna be that Dallas on the road. We'll probably put up one picture one of that point. Panthers, beware of the Panthers at all because they somehow figure it out all of a sudden. But I don't think they will. Unfortunately the Cowboys defense is a defense that the Panthers can surpass. They don't have the talent. They don't have the horses to run the race. The Cowboys will roll. Minus 10 and a half this season. I mean, they're going to beat on that. And I think the, the you know, and the score is going to inspired by half. No, but at least he the game. You got uh, the pick. This was a good comment today actually I want to out this is about the Panthers I watched Sir um I was watching during the game and he reminded me oh when I was a kid and I was watching my favorite team the problem is he's a grown man and he's throwing separate thing and I'm like oh no I don't think the Panthers are in good hands. I'm like, I'm starting to see what maybe the Panthers fans already know. You know, hey, we're one team. 
we're not in good hands. So like, like the person who's running the show dropped the ball. So I'm looking at that Panthers team. I'm saying you guys sabotage Bryce Young because I don't think Bryce Young is that bad. I think he needed a year to set. You know. Yeah. I don't think it was a good idea to start him out this way. Some quarterbacks in that regard, look at Matt Barkley. There's a lot of quarterbacks that they just never really recovered from. They go to some other league out there. They're living there. Kind of that. But when you see Bryce Young, the way he's playing, he's going to be up in the Canadian Football League by the end of this year. <laughs> He's gonna be in the NFL no more. But I'm telling you right now, son, you can't play like that and play professional football in the NFL. He is bad right now. So Cowboys should have no problem running up a little score here, then just holding them off. Let them fizzle themselves out. Get your running backs at and just have a good day. Have a good old day on the road, Cowboys. Kimmy, what do you like in that game? I like Dak Prescott. He has like six interceptions. And we are in... 17 touchdowns. Yeah, 17 touchdowns. Like 212 out of 300 completions. Like that's pretty good. And what are we in? We're in week 11? Yeah. Yeah, like... Week 11, you have six interceptions. That's awesome. There's some quarterbacks that have, like, one interception per week. Mac yeah. Jones. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Mac Jones is one yeah. of them. There's a couple of other ones that are notorious for, like, interceptions. Josh, um, I mean, he, he throws a ton of it. That, yeah. A lot of touchdowns, but a lot of big. Well, yeah. Um, but... I'm gonna say I'm gonna take the boys this week. I can't like I, I can't trust Carolina, even though they're at home. Like I can't trust them. Like they're not a good team this year. Like they're going for, like, at this point it's a race, for, like it's a race for draft, like tanking for draft, like for draft. Yeah, it's it's tank. <laughs> I don't believe they're good with fighting. No. I believe they're. I don't. I don't believe we're playing at 100. percent like I, I think they're playing because they are are just going through the motion. Yeah, the very high paid guys are just going through the motion. Well, exactly. Oh, they, they're there to earn a paycheck. Contract. They may be playing a little bit hard, but most of the guys that are sitting with a nice contract right now and a nice deal, I would they're not to play any longer. Well, exactly. They're just marching it. Times. Yep. In the new age of football. This is where you can make money, is by knowing who's just not going to be playing on. And they capitalize at the betting one for people out there. Listen, that's how you make money. So you shouldn't, you know, no one out there, if you're making money off this, you should never feel bad when there's bad football. That's the best time to make money. When it's good football, then you're actually, you're having to do some homework. When it's bad football, oh, that's the easiest time. Well, obviously that team's going to get dominated, you know? So I mean, when it's when it's close games, you have to know a little bit more. You have to do a little bit more research. But when it's, oh well, 
mean, this team scores like five points a week. <laughs> what are they getting? You know, like they're they're putting up, you know, a, a, like like a, a bad bad baseball scores, you know. So I'm gonna roll with the Cowboys, with the Cowboys. Like I think, like I think the Panthers are they're gonna get a touchdown this week. Not Tyreek hey. Jones, uh, but maybe. they'll get they'll get a touchdown, maybe a field goal. Um, but that's probably what they're gonna get. I think they're gonna stay little digits. Defense takes advantage of crappy offense. Well, that's what I mean. Young, telling you right now, he, he made so many nervous throws. I don't know. I was nervous about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's making nervous things. And I, I, you can do that against that Cowboys defense too fast. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, like gonna, I'm gonna take the boys this week. Let's they get a touchdown, at least they get that. Don't get blanked at home. No, it's a, that's what I mean. Like they'll they'll stay in single digits. Like I I'd say like ten points. I'll give them a touchdown and a field goal. Um the double digit. Well okay. Single to early double digits. I think the Panthers are one touchdown, like you said. I think that's right. I think they can muster that up. Well, I'm being generous. Like, it's not hard to get a field goal, so. Hard to get a field goal, but it's it's For the Panthers, it's hard to do anything. Well, I know. I'm being generous. I'm a very generous person. They were struggling against that Bears defense. That Bears defense is not good. And they had... And the thing was, it wasn't even that the defense was getting to him. It was just him not reading the off, not reading the offense. Because where he came from, he was like Bryce Young played in the system that they claimed you grow style. But bro style just needs to have a few place that the it's it's still a college off at the day. Well, the pro style crap is just a little garbage they feed. Um, it feed everybody else. They feed us that garbage. Pros die. Okay, whatever. It's college. But when he came out of college, all he knew was this little dink and dunk game. He's a dink and dunk quarterback now. And that's what he wants to be in the NFL. He was better off going to the Steelers if you want to play that type of ball. Because that's their that's been their MO since the beginning. Tom has been dink. Still, his voice been digging up. So mm-hmm. he's on the wrong team for Dink and Doc. <clears throat> the Panthers like the people. As far as I've watched the Panthers in my life, they've always been a team that's gone downfield, big plays, big offensive skirt. And when they're not getting those, they don't play. This Panthers team now, and the way the direction of the franchise went, <clears throat> was like the Jaguars. They started relying heavily on the run. Then they brought in a quarterback, and now they want to go back to the old way. And it's going to be painful to get back to the way they when they made that super run with Big Dello. It's going to be painful. You know, Panthers in the future, they're going to have to start winning. You know, because I'll tell you right now, they're not a they're not a team that sells out. They're not a team. I'm telling you right now, it's going to. We need to go with ticket sales press or merchandise sales. 
That's down to you don't want a Panther. So I'd be looking at the Panthers as teams that they know they got to start winning in the next couple of weeks, at least to get a few more opportunities. Because you can't finish a season one win. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the Titans versus Jaguars. Tennessee Titans versus Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville's minus six and a half on the spread after putting up a stinker. And the total is 39 and a half. But guess what? The Titans also put up a stinker. And now nobody believes in Will Levi after just just No one believes in the guy. So you got the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence. Kids money. It's not his fault. Right? It's it's not his fault. That he is the guy. He's their golden child. And he has a a mound of all weapons to use. There's a ton of guys that throw the ball to. And it's just a matter of them in him just staying. Jeffrey Lawrence just kind of staying off. But for the Titans, now they're having quarterback problems. Maybe they want to go back to Tannehill. They ain't going to have much success there. Um, these teams are on the opposite of the spectrum. The Jaguars are trending up. The Titans are trending down. I like the Jaguars. We, they win by that touch. Well, no, no, they don't win by the touch. Wrong. Titans cover the spread because it's just, it's not a week where I feel like Jacksonville's both home. Because like the Titans will come in and play good offense. But the Titans' defense is bad. They're, they're worse than they've ever been. Um, maybe going back to some of those Vince Young games, that little dent right there. They had some pretty bad defense there. Um, but this Titans team is right now. Very, very bad. They have a road game here. Jacksonville's not the easiest place to play, I believe. And Trevor Lawrence wants to wants to fire his team up. They're in a tough AFC. But this is still one of the better teams, in my opinion. Top three team in the AFC. Kimmy, what do you like from that game? I'm so mad at the Chinese Titans and Derrick Henry. Like... It's going downhill. It's literally, like... He was so good last year. And, like, again, another team... Last year, amazing. Yeah, it all fell like apart. I don't, I don't know what happened. Like that changed over one year. Like literally, I like I have no clue. Cause like, this is another game where he only had like he had twenty four rushing yards, eleven attempts, and like nothing. Like he's had so many like low impacting games, and I'm just like. Do I trust you? Do I trust you that, like, apparently, according to like professionals, they're like, oh, he's gonna give me eleven points this week. Like, do I trust that? I don't think so. Like, I think I have to find another like running back. So uh, I feel like this game's <laughs> a low-scoring game. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's low-scoring because I feel like both defenses have looked really bad, and usually when that happens, they come in and play these games. Yeah. And uh, if the if the offenses are good, that's one thing. 
But the Titans' offense is, hasn't been good. No. Hopkins is weak. Is is like hot and cold. One week he's on, next week disappears. Oh. It, and there's nothing there as far oh. as oh. there isn't. Like it's just it's just there's frustrating. No Nobody comes in off the bench and you're like, there's the guy. Oh, he, they got him. They're, they don't have that guy. So it's like, I don't like that Tyson team. The more I'm watching, they're just disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Baker Mayfield handed them that game on a silver platter. And they couldn't move the ball. No. And you couldn't even move the ball going fuck ears. You're still down there. Messing around with this these Florida team. And I just don't think they're gonna do much today. I think it's just a close game because I think the offenses are in a struggle moment. But I know Trevor Lawrence wants to pull through. And he's got that clutch. So we're looking at Will Levi. He's kind of seen a big buff quarterback, kind of like just a big buff quarterback. You know what I mean? Like he's not doing anything great, not surprising us, wowing us. He had one big week when he came in off the bench, and then it's been like, eh, mid, mid. So I like the Jaguars. Yeah, I 100% agree. Right on. Moving on to the Cardinals versus the Texans. And in this game, the Cardinals are two and eight. The Texans are five and four. Houston is minus four in the spread. Total of four to seven and a half. DJ Stroud coming off a monster week. He went off against the Bengals. Um Cardinals widely have woken up. No one's giving them any love. The problem is with Tyler Murray, it's one of those things where you they play a team that's not in a good bait like the Falcons and he's able to take advantage of that but now he's going to play a team that's in a really good play that is the Houston Texans and they're feeling pretty good they're 3-1 and one at home they play some of their best football at home I would say they play the best football at home besides that Bengals game uh, other than that yeah at home is where we're playing their best football on the road that game against the Bengals is a really good game but CJ Stroud is right now my MVP in NFL. I've got this guy's be rough. I think he's showing every week. He's the he's T one. He's top tier. Fifteen touchdown to two interception ratio. Uh, over two thousand six hundred yards asking. The guy's a monster. He's doing with he's doing it with one of <clears throat> one of the youngest teams in the NFL. One of the youngest offense by far. Um, I think only the Packers should get the team that attack. And the Texans at running the biggest dish. They brought in Bill's former running back. And Singletary went off. So I don't know if how long that held up with Singletary, but I know he's a physical runner. And I really liked him in Buffalo. And once they started trying to bring in other running backs, I feel like they kind of cut him out of the pitch or two. So I like this Texas team right now to win. I think they beat the Cardinals. I think they look very impressive. And their defense is good. Kyler Murray's going to have a lot of trouble. Um, but yeah, I like the Texans in that game. They covered the minus four spread. Uh, Kimmy, what do you like in that game? Well, I've said it before. Like, 
Kyler Murray, he's like he's back finally um, after being injured, and they won their first game in a very long time. Um, oh, been a long time. Very long, very very long time. But the thing is, they're on the road. They're on the road in Houston um, at Energy Stadium or NRG. A place to play and... right now. They're getting everybody to come out to the games. Well, exactly, and um, it's. I'll be honest. Like it's a to- It's a toss up. Like Cardinals. Like they're Music is a tight. Tight. Like it's in the toilet. Like it's literally it's just the toss up game. But do you actually believe it's a toss up game? I. Now that Kyle Murray's back, I literally like, it could be a toss-up game. But if I lean towards one side, I'm gonna say Houston. I, I again, like just like the pan, like the Carolina Panthers. I don't, I don't trust the Cardinals to pull out a win enough for it to sway my vote. But it's it's possible Kyler Murray's back and he has something to prove that the team doesn't suck and even though this season's more than half over um he might come back but I'm gonna say Houston this week because that like broke it down and I actually don't believe the Cardinals suck I actually believe that they're a decent team that just had they just got the bet uh the better end of the stick as mm-hmm. They, you know what I mean? And the problem is the Cardinals management. I thought when they got rid of Joshua Dobb, that was a bad move. I thought that was a bad decision mm-hmm. because they're banking on Robert Murray being their guy. Yeah. He hasn't shown healthy yet. They will see. You got Joshua Dobb, freaking astronaut. <laughs> and you're literally. You literally like, ah, oh, ship them off. And then like, okay, but who's behind him? A guy named Tim. Wow, he came He did not look like he could play football at all. I don't know. I, I actually don't like the Cardinals management. I don't think they're that intelligent at all. I think that they made a huge mistake that's going to come and bite them at some point because you don't want to be in a season of the next season. Minnesota Vikings decide they're going to roll with Dobbs, mm-hmm. cousin's experiment. Go, he's going to some other team. Now they're going to roll with Dobbs, depending on how they do this year. It's very possible. Minnesota people are loving that. Now the Cardinals are going to stick with Tyler Murray. Okay, well, when next year rolls around, you know Dobbs and Kyler Murray are going to end up playing, and you know it might be an important game. And there's Joshua Dobbs to the head, and, and he's lighting it up. Yeah. You know, and I feel like Matthew Ricardo, their destiny is always something you be like that. So the Cardinals have just set up their destiny for the future. And next yeah. year, they're yeah, like, Preston was right. Preston was right. I'm telling you that that both of these, the intervals so wacky. Yeah. Buccaneers versus the 49ers is the next game. Give me 305 kickoff. It starts the three o'clock round of games. And this is the first one, 305. Mm-hmm. Then book time. San Francisco minus 11 and a half favorite. 
Now, here's the thing. They did get Debo back in that game, so it changed everything. They played like a team that knew what they were doing. As soon as they got Debo back, took off. Um, total at 41 and a half. Um, it, I like the over. I actually like the over. Buck Viz defense has gotten better. 49 defense has gotten better. But they're still vulnerable to the pass. And the 49ers can run the ball with Caffrey. They kind of have a good wheelhouse now that Samuel's back. Everybody will start picking it up again. Like, mm-hmm. where I do. One of their main top targets. On the field. Um, seems a good ball. But I use a lot more when Samuel's in the lineup. I think he just brings so much attention that it opens up eyes and it changes the game. So with the 49ers, I like them to win. Um, I like the Buccaneers with the points, though. That would be the best bet. 11 and a half points for the Buccaneers, yeah. Because I feel like Baker Mayfield's not my favorite quarterback. He's not my quarterback of soul. He's not a quarterback I really care to talk much about. Yeah. He's got a Buccaneers team that I really believe doesn't have him. at four and five. And that's actually respectable compared to where I thought they would be right. I thought they would be much worse. So I have to give actually credit and say that they will cover that spread, make a good game of it. But the 49ers at home, way too, way too easy for them. It's just too easy. When they get Debo Samuel with the speed and power, Brandon Ayuk with the ability to go long, and then George Kittle to come across the middle, and then you have McCaffrey that can run the wheel route either way, that's green either way, the offense is too much, or pretty much any team stop. They're going to get there. The only way they don't is by penalties, turnovers, goofy things like that when they have Debo Samuel. He's their best player. And people don't even realize when he's out there, they win. You don't lose when he's out there. Um, they'll win this game. Give me what he like in that game. I, I'm i going to go with San Fran. I'm going to go with the Niners this week. Um, Just like everything. They've only lost once at home, and that was a tough game where Joe Burrow had his deep played and fired football, like I said. You know? Yes. The Buccaneers aren't, aren't at that level. No, but it's like I think it's going to be a good game, um, because like yeah, Buccaneers will keep it close. Yeah, like it's not it's not going to be a blowout or anything. No, nope. um, I just feel that like San Fran, it's like they had a couple of really bad games. Obviously, they lost three straight, but they're on they're on the up and up, and they got like a really good. They have a really good unit. Like they're a good team. We need to win. They're all healthy. They're all healthy. Yeah. The well, exactly. Yep. Top three off. Healthy, no doubt. Well, yeah. Well, I think any team that has Christian McCaffrey is. is I don't even think it's pretty good. good. I mean, I appreciate what he does do. He's really good, and I think that they're a lesser team. out of But it's even with Navy for me. I notice the difference when he's not in. They're not the same looking team. Yeah. Having that, having a few good, having two good receivers that you can count on, having a good running back and a tight end, and that, that makes you great offense. There's not many teams that have that. They have one good receiver. They may have a good back, And they may have one good back. 
But the 49ers have two goals worth really good. Water, really good. Water, awesome. And when they're all playing, that quarterback has both. It's when one of them's not playing like more of Debo Samuel and banged up and injured. Mm-hmm. Then they're off the and the defense has gained a little bit of an advantage because they can't run that that offense like in a hand filled that offense the way I play. The two good receivers, the one awesome tight end, and what a great running back. And he gets the quarterback to go somewhere every time. And it's actually a really nice offense to watch work. But yeah, Fat Finney had to play all more than a coach. I, he just calls plays because as soon as one of those guys is down, it's not the same team. But if he's got the guys he wants it, yeah, he's a great play. Mm-hmm. It worked. Yeah, 49ers were great there. Yeah. So next up, I liked um, the New York Jets first off, Buffalo Bills. Jets are four and five. Bills are five and five. Buffalo is minus seven on the spread. The over under at 40 and a half. Jets are four and five. Eight. Bills are five and five. Bills are four and two and home. And Josh Allen, here he is, 19 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. The needle hasn't moved much since we've been talking about him the last two weeks. He's he's hit a, a wall, I'd like to say. He's hit a wall with production. Cook running the ball shows me that he's not that good. Just not that good. Actually, Cook running the ball from Buffalo, I think it's going to wear itself out. And I don't like the direction of Buffalo. They woke up and fired their offensive coordinator after Josh Allen went out there and whipped three interceptions around to nobody. That wasn't the offensive coordinator's fault. That was Josh Allen's fault. Because mm-hmm. of football, to, he threw three interceptions to nobody. There was not even a reason to throw three of those passes he threw. All three of those passes were bad passes. So they fired their offensive coordinator. I think that was a terrible right in the middle of the season on a playoff push um, they're going to fire your offensive coordinator got Josh Allen where is that bad call so I think Buffalo will respond I think being at home really help them and uh, I do think the fleet yeah they're going to come in there and lay an egg because Zach Wilson the quarterback of everything and he went out there last week and proved it once again, worst quarterback I've ever seen. I mean, this is just like a joke. Like I'm watching a a, a running joke. It's it's literally I'd be embarrassed for the New York Jets. I count my blessings every week because I look what Green Bay Packers have, and I say, you know what? I'll take George Love all day for what's going on in New York, or what's going on in Arizona, or what's going on in over here with the uh, Jets. I'll take Jordan Love all day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what it came down to. I, my mind's made up. I've seen what I need to see. But doesn't mean it's great either. No. Just me, as I could tell. What people just don't have it, you know? And Zach Wilson just doesn't have it. Nice him to be out of the NFL. And he could take his millions of dollars and go sit on Send him to Canada, as you said. Yeah, he'd go to Canada. 
go to Canada. Even though CFL season's over as of this weekend, so. Right. Well, he can go sit around and wait. We kick it off again. He's got enough. He can do that. He can come for spring training. <laughs> um, time for spring training. <laughs> um, I re- like to. I really want Stephon Diggs to get a thousand uh, yards a season. Like he's only he's sitting at like eight and a half currently, um, and he deserves to have. He does like he deserves to have um, over a thousand yards. Also, side note, I don't know if you knew, but Stefan Diggs is bilingual, so that's really cool. Um, but I'm gonna take the mafia this week. They're at home. Yeah, it's gonna be the Bills. Yeah, they're like they're at home. They're against like New York Jets the baby sibling of like the New York Jet, like the New York Giants so like we discussed this like before move them out of New Jersey and to a, a state that really wants them uh, there's a few things that are a risk of that and I know we already said I, I yeah. said Tulsa Tigers that's it yeah. <laughs> um, that's one Dude, yeah, that's, that's one of them. Like, um, <laughs> but I'm gonna say Bills this week. Okay, Seattle Seahawks versus the Los Angeles Rams is the next game. That's 3:25 kickoff. Seattle's minus one on the spread, total at 46 and a half. Very simply, Seattle pulled it off last week. Geno Smith. I'm not very comfortable with him at quarterback, but I do like him this week. I think he goes in uh, Los Angeles, doesn't have a problem. It's a nice field, easy to play on. Um, they complained about, you know, this field, that this field's made of this, this is made of that. Play the damn game. You're getting paid millions of dollars. I don't want to hear the crybaby mouth. Uh, Geno Smith, go get it done this week. You're playing the Rams. They're, they suck. They got two good defenders. If you can't beat those guys, I, you guys are not built for the playoffs. Six to three Seahawks team with Kenneth Walker third running the ball, Chardonnay backing him up, DJ, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. I mean, you guys got to make this work. So, Geno Smith, I'm counting on you to go get it done. Seahawks plays, they cover the minus one. Minus one is the stupidest thing, but they cover it. And then the total of six and a half, I like the under 47. Ugly dub football. 47. You know what happened the last last time I bet on 57? What? Time I bet on 47. Quarterback got hurt. He was a stud. This quarterback got hurt and it was nasty. Backup came in. He got hurt. It was nasty. Third stringer's in there. He's he was the guy selling hot dogs. They asked him, Can you play football? Yeah, but he came in there. He almost got hurt. We're almost down to the freaking third string wide receiver who played uh, quarterback way back in the day. They, this team lost all the quarterbacks. No back 47. Everything will go wrong. Yeah. Never had a game go more wrong ever than when I bet on 47 15. Stay away from the number 47. Uh, I've never seen that in my life. That was a First, I see team to do. Oh my goodness, the Hawks roll. Kimmy, you like that game? I like DK Metcalf. He's on my fantasy. I need him to do well this week. 
Um, I just, I, I don't You'll have plenty of chances. Their Ram secondary is bottom. Well, of the I know exactly. So, like, it's I think it, like my decision is gonna be like super easy. Gino has to throw the ball. Yeah. yeah. The bottom line. But yeah, my decision's like super easy. Like I'm gonna say Seahawks this week. Um, even though they're going to LA, so they're gonna be the away team. Um, it's I'm gonna I'm gonna say Seahawks. This it's week. not a far trip from Seattle. No, it's not. But it's still, it's a different state. You gotta fly over Oregon. So it's a little trip. It's a little trip for them. <laughs> it's a little go. day trip. Yeah. It's a little day trip for those guys from where they really got it. And it's a late afternoon game. They yeah. they have to do it at no. You have to do it at three twenty-five. Oh yeah, Seahawks. Have, they're usually good in that slot. That's usually their slot. They're usually playing good games in that time frame. So I like to see Hawks. Next game, Sunday night, and it's the Minnesota Vikings versus the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos are four, five, six, four, and this is a good Sunday night football game. The totals in forty-three and a half. Denver's minus two and a half. Um. I think it. I think it's really easy to say the Vikings for a lot of people because they really maybe they haven't watched Denver play when they just don't care. When you just think that whoever Denver beat it just a bunch of sad sacks. The Broncos are beating good teams, and you have to just face. They beat the Chiefs. They they beat the Packers. They beat the Bills. Anybody right now coming to play this Broncos team, not having a. And with the Vikings, they figured it out before on the road against a really bad team. The Atlanta Falcons road, they're, they're a really bad team. They're dysfunctional. And they're just, just, they're just falling apart week by week until they end up getting rid of their coach, who I don't think is any good. Thank God uh, they're in Falcons coach. Arthur Smith, I think that guy's a joke. I'm going to be honest with you. And when I look at, I think he's bad for clock management. That's for sure. He does not um, does not know how to like people. that Minnesota Vikings are gonna dive in. Uh, the Denver's team right now that's not. They were taking the best player normal. Minnesota's coming in a little bit backed up after that. Um, don't be surprised if I could um, that won't surprise me um, running the ball for the Vikings has been something that they've been able to avoid talking about but it's going to confront them. and uh, people can say what they want about the only problem with him right now is he's just running the ball and I think it's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. He's like running the ball, like not sliding. Yeah. You need to slide, dude. Uh, 18 touchdowns before the Stubson ratio. You can't argue. No, argue. Like 18 touchdowns, only four picks. Week 11? Bro, you're you're doing good mm-hmm. for what you have. Uh, Rock is also a problem. But it's been getting... The Vikings is kind of super fun. But something's wrong with the Vikings. 
something's not right. I don't believe the smoke and mirrors, you know, got for Dobbs that you're Nah, I'm, I'm thought differently. I look at that Broncos team, I see a team that's been showing me every week that they got it. And the Vikings show you a little bit of that. And, and I, I do think that most people look at that game and they say it's easy for the Vikings. But I think it was easy for the team. It was easy for the backers. Easy for the Bills. And it ended up not being easy. And I think that's why I flew right away when I felt, oh, it's easy for the Vikings. It's not easy for the Vikings. It's going to be hard. And it's going to be difficult, ugly game. Nothing's going to go their way for a long time. And to be honest with you, in the game they were playing, nothing was going their way in that game for a long time. It took a while before they got going. So give me the Broncos. Monday Night Football, prime time. The Broncos are becoming a prime time team this year. Kimmy, what do you like? I know the Broncos are playing at home at Mile High. Um, the air is much different up there. Um, but you got to remember, like Minnesota, they are four and one on the road. Yep. So they're like they're a really good like road team. Um, were those stats done when Kirk Cousins was still active? Maybe. Yeah, but, most of the, yeah, most of that is. Most yeah. Yeah, I was on two games. Of- yeah, so like I'm gonna, I just I get it. Like Russell Wilson loved him when he was in Seattle. Now he's in. I did. And it's like Broncos country, let's ride kind of thing. Um, four intercept, like four interceptions, almost like we're almost at week twelve. So that's like one fourth, like that's twenty five percent of the games that you play that you have one interception, which is pretty awesome because there are teams that have a much higher percentage than that. Russell Wilson. Um, smartest quarterback with the football right now yeah he's just not he just not he doesn't he doesn't get risk he doesn't ever get risky anymore he used to get a little bit risky with seattle yeah he used to be risky with it he's always a running type of quarterback um he actually is like a lot like um you know who russell wilson's like what young could be like russell wilson I can see that. That's the same bill. Yeah. And uh, the only difference is, is I don't like how Bryce Young is no. a little bit different. But um, I, I like the Broncos there. You stay in the Vikings. I'm going to say the Vikings this week because like, they have a really good... Yeah, so we're split on this one. It's a tough game to pick, to be honest with you. It's a tough game to pick because yeah. my gut was like, oh, that's easy for the Vikings. But then you look at the Broncos, what they've been doing, and now they're back at home. Ah, I just like them right now. I think that the Vikings are riding a little bit of a high. Shouldn't be. I don't think they should be celebrating too. No. They still got a lot of work to do. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone's. No, I think they're like creators a little bit. Like they're celebrating. We're in, you're leaving in the moment too much. They're not moving to the next game quick enough. And I think they get caught up with that. That's my thing. That's okay. But I'm going to say Vikings this week. Awesome. Going with the Broncos. Last game, excuse me, Monday night football. I'm rematch. So 
Super Bowl. It is the Philadelphia Eagles versus Kansas City Chiefs. And the Eagles are 8-1, and one, playing a great year of football on air, just waiting, doing what And that's all you have to do before problems go away. 7-2 and two Chiefs, 4-1 and one at home. I like the league Kansas City under a degree. But it's impossible. I mean, they beat it all. They're minus two and a half in spread. Total at 45 and a half. Patrick Mahomes is the dominant quarterback. Jalen Hurts, not as dominant. He has solidified himself, in my opinion, as a great quarterback. He's making the throw he has to. He's taking the head. I still suffer with his line tells that he is tells out the line. Just doesn't know it what it is. He didn't like it. Don't know what he doesn't like. How come he doesn't like? You don't know if it's with the off. I don't know. I feel like I feel like we're not getting a real Jalen Hurd. I don't know. I think he could be a little bit better than what he is currently right now. That his personality seems clammy. He seems clammed up. Like he doesn't want to talk or he's not very social. He doesn't say anything. And I understand that from a quarterback who is not that good or doesn't has never played in a Super Bowl or big playoffs. This guy's been around and played a lot and he doesn't really talk. And I feel like the guy when he's not talking or saying much, it gives off the impression like there's something wrong. Because he's a leader. Usually your leaders are talking it. They're out there and they're speaking. But also Josh Allen's that type of quarterback. Where do you ever hear him talking? They were having all that success, but I don't remember hearing him talking. So some quarterbacks don't do much of the media thing. I don't know how that goes with him. Maybe it's just the situation he said. Oh, it just feels like in the city of Philadelphia, he just wants to let us play and do the talking for him. I think that's a lot of it. But then there's another part of me that's like, man, there's been a lot of guys up in that city. You don't have to worry. And do you forget that Donovan McNabb and Terrell Owens and all the drama between them? And, you know, you guys have had plenty of, you know, characters up in Philadelphia. Don't be afraid to be yourself. And I feel, that's what I feel like with Jalen Hurts. Don't forget the real guy or not. He's a good quarterback. I like the Eagles to go with that game and beat the team. I think that Chiefs won the Super Bowl. And I don't think they want to play the Eagles right now. And I think they have to. And I think they're going to bring it. Yeah. But I feel like they wish that was just a game they didn't have to play this year. Especially in November. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's cold. It's not going to bother the Eagles. They like the cold. Chiefs, something with that offense and running the ball got a little bit better lately, but it's freaky. A lot of teams with the rough, not going to take them far. The Chiefs, I still like. I still think the Chiefs can go deep. I still like them, but I just in this game, I don't. I don't think it's a good matchup right now. I think they're. I think the Chiefs are recovering. I think they're putting all their pieces back together. They're starting to figure out what they're good at, what they're bad at, and they're adjusting. And I feel like for the Eagles, it's just been pedal to the metal. Whoever they, whoever shows up, they smack them down. 
Yeah. Wherever they go, they drop them. You know what I mean? No problem. So I like the Eagles going there. To be honest with you, I don't think it's easy. I think it's close. But I love that you can get points on the Eagles plus two and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to roll with the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Um, you, this week. Yeah. yeah, you have to remember that both teams are coming off of a bye. So they're well rested. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know what the Eagles were up to during their bye week, but I know like Travis Kelsey's been in Argentina. <laughs> so um, it's like they're all coming off of a bye. So it's like everyone's fresh. No one's playing like Sunday. Plus, they also have the extra day of prep. Um, so it's Monday Night Football. Um, they're going into like Chiefs Kingdom or yeah, like Chiefdom, whatever. <laughs> um, and like Travis Kelsey even said, he's like my dad, like my own brother is coming into like my backyard, and I'm not gonna let him win in my backyard. Um, Kelsey brothers are like super competitive, um, but. I'm like, I'm gonna say like Kansas City Chiefs are gonna win um, at home because they have that, like they have that home crowd and like everyone's in a sea of red and yellow and it's just like I've never been. I would love to go to Kansas City, um, but it's just like seeing videos and everything. It's just like the energy is electric in that place um it's a hard place to play for a post it is it is it's always been like that um and but i'm gonna say like for monday night football i'm gonna say chiefs will be the eagles um it's not gonna be a blowout it's gonna be a close game both quarterbacks are very talented both of them are worthy teams i know this is like a super bowl rematch Super Bowl Ooh, rematch so, right here. But yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say the Chiefs this week. I need Travis Kelsey to do well. Um he's been in South America. Come on back, get me twenty points for fantasy, and let me just have a good week. That's what I wanna say. Alright, I like it. Mm-hmm. Now for the bye week, it's the Falcons Colt your Patriots in the New Orleans Saints that are out on buys this week. They don't need a buy. Everything is done. See the data by week. It's pretty crazy they all got it at the right time. Like the Colts need it because they were coming off that tough game with the Patriots and now regroup. Patriots need it because they just got to figure out what's the goal. (laughs) It's funny. Someone asked um, Bill they're like, oh, okay, so like, what's going on with everything, with your quarterback situation, and when they came back from Germany, and he's like, we'll evaluate everything, and I'm like, get the fuck off of the Mac Jones high horse, bench yeah. his ass. It is. I've been Got talking to my friends. Five. It is. Mm-hmm. It's Zappy Hour. He's got a man up and send it there to the bench. Well, I know you gotta like you gotta put him in a like you a know, timeout. Some, but it's too bad because he's gonna crush your team. I know. 
It is what it is. We're rebuilding. And there's uh, New Orleans. They they need a buy with. They needed to buy one because they got a hurt quarter. Our, yeah. Hurt bad in that game. So I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't believe it, James. I'll tell you that now. And then uh, there's the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons are, I kind of look at it like a wounded bird. Wounded bird flying around. And who knows? I going. Because I have, like, the talent they had playing at the level they play at. They don't have opening. No one on the team stepping up and taking control or taking charge. Yeah. And I just pray for every week I'm looking on injury report. Like, oh, this guy's hurt. This guy's hurt. And it's just telling me not well missed. They're not well coped. Well, everyone's yeah, getting hurt this weekend. Or like this. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, this year, everybody gets hurt. But it's also a problem got to be today. And they're just not admitting that they're not in the best shape. I take care of the problem. And there's just a problem where it's a physical game. But it's yeah. a lot of guys that are hurt. And you're saying, dog, you're older. Every year we need to hurt. Well, there's a lot of close people. Now I'm the benefit of it. You're always hurt every year. Like, something, something's up. You might just need to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's feel bad. That's not cool. You know? Mm-hmm. But, we've ran through our pit. We Everybody's did. Everybody's this week. Thank you for coming on. Of course. Anytime. You're awesome.